Kevin, do you love America? Of course. Do you love freedom? Yeah, I like freedom. I like freedom pancakes. I like freedom. Do you like freedom t-shirts? I do. Well, good, because we're selling freedom (laughs) t-shirts. There's our shameless plug. No, uh, we have a limited edition for the 4th of July t-shirt on our shop if you guys want to go check them out. They're very patriotic, very beautiful, and yeah, they're going to just run through this month and then they'll be gone. So if you guys want to go get them while they're still there, we've actually already had quite a few people order them. So go check those out if you want to get one, along with all of our other merch we have for sale. Yeah, we need to add some <clears throat> silkies to that. We Actually, we are going to add more merch here in the future, and there's going to be... And male crop tops. Yeah, well, the, I'm, I've already said, dude, the crop tops are for everybody. Okay, well, I'm getting one with my Ranger panties, yes. and I'm going to be fucking sexy wherever I go. Kevin's going to show off that midriff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I might um, even <laughs> just show up at the CrossFit like, what's up, guys? <laughs> in your crop top? Yeah. You'll definitely look better than I do when I tried my wife's on the other day. Yeah. But... uh and I'm not even joking. Um, but yeah, so we have we have hats. Actually, I'm, if you're watching the video, I'm wearing one of the hats right now. Um, hats, shirts, coffee mugs, stickers. The stickers are pretty cool. They're pretty good size. I, I, I got my order the other day, and everything was pretty good quality, so I was surprised. So if you go get a T-shirt, help support the podcast. That's That's what we're going to use that <clears throat> money for, is for making this podcast better for everybody involved. So go to, I always feel weird. Like I feel like a salesman, but shop.spreadshirt.com slash mission prep. Or you can click the link that's in the podcast description. Or you can go to our website, missionpreppodcast.com. That will also lead you to the store. And go buy a shirt or hat or something. All right, so... (laughs) Uh, as you, if you're watching, also watching YouTube, you can see we're oh, at yeah. a different setup today. Uh, we're this is a first try at this, but we, uh, yeah, this is our new uh, studio. Quotation marks around that. And if you don't watch, then don't fucking worry about but it. If you don't watch, uh, hopefully you get the same beautiful quality we've always provided. But we'll take a picture of it for Instagrams. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> need to, and th- this is going to change as well. This is our first, like I said, it's our first go at it, but we're going to get something going here. Um, so yeah, so our guest today is Jack Asbury, also known as the Batman of Spring Hill. He he's doing really cool things. Um, I, we were excited to talk to him. He reached out to us and asked, you know, if we'd be interested in having him on. And once I looked into what he was doing, there was no hesitation on our part to have him on the podcast. Uh, he travels around as Batman to hospitals to see sick children and to make them a little more comfortable, you know, and make, do some, make them feel good about themselves. And he's also gone to kids that are being bullied as Batman and gone to school with them. And he also has a nonprofit organization called masked miracles. So you guys, if the way he runs his company, which we talk about in the episode is it's all done by donations. So he needs you guys that are listening to this if you can go donate or even if you can just go share his stuff on social media so more people are aware of what he's trying to do out there, he's doing good things. 
So his uh, <clears throat> social media handles are all the Batman of Spring Hill. That's on Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Um, then go go check him out. Go share his stuff. Go donate if you can, because he's he's doing really good things for children. And we talk about what he's doing in this podcast. So check him out. Anything else over there? No, man. Okay, then. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And right, actually, right now, you listening to this, if you haven't clicked the subscribe button yet, just click it. It's not that hard. Pick your phone up. Press a button. Leave us a review. That'd be cool. Whether you love us or hate us, one star, five star. I think that's only on Apple Podcasts. You can actually leave <laughs> yeah. a review. But leave a review. Say something about us. Tell us how much you fucking love the show. And also tell a friend about the show. All right, well, we love you guys. Love you, bye. Bye. Oh, I shouldn't say bye. I haven't ended it yet. I was about to. Oh. Love you, see you later. Love you, we're about to actually start the episode. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, so <laughs> here's, here's more transparency for you guys. We record the intro after we do the episode. So that's why I'm saying bye. But really, it's like, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. There we go. And I like that. Enjoy it. But we still love you. So I guess let's start with uh, how did you get into doing what you do with the whole Batman thing. I'm, I'm so, kind of curious about that. I've always been, I've always been a geek and a nerd and everything. It's just part of it. My dad used to do uh, our local like haunted house and he'd go all out. And then we went to six flags once and they had like that Batman area. So I got to see it there and I thought, you know, it, it took a toll on me. Like it was just something that stuck with me. So I've always loved it, but um I don't know officially like what made me want to do it. I know the purpose why I wanted to, but as far as Batman, it's just, he's always been that one character. That's honestly the most relatable, you know, no superpowers, no, no nothing. So if I had a billion dollars, I technically could be him in mm-hmm. realistic, you know? Um, so it was just one of those things I've always wanted to do. And just, uh, I, I liked having all kinds of movie props and stuff like that. So I had a suit made, and uh, a family, when I, I used to bounce at a bar, um, they were doing a bike run for their son. Um, and they said, uh, you know, if, if uh, I could stop by, I'm like, I guess I've never done it before. So I stopped by and it's been just an everlasting impression. on I mean, this was, you know, three years ago to this day, he still talks about it. And every time I see him, he asks if, I, if I'm really him. <laughs> so I just, you know, and then from there, it just grew. It just grew. Um, and that's pretty much it, how I wanted to do it. Um, and then the reason why I started the nonprofit um, was because of personal experience with my daughters and having that. Um, and, and, you know, at the same time, it just sucks. So I want to be able to help more people than just, you know, doing visits. Mm. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Because I've been checking out everything you're doing on online and stuff, see what you've done in the past and everything. And you can see yeah. how you've how you've evolved too. Your mm-hmm. suit, your suit's gotten a little better. The mask got a little bit better. You built your cave. You're sitting in now. You know you're yeah. you keep progressing, yeah. which is which is fucking awesome too. But 
I, I have to ask you, you've probably been asked this about a thousand times. Who is your Batman? Man, see, I, I'm going to get so much hate for this, especially like if you if you have people that listen that like it. Uh, I like Affleck. Yeah. Because uh, I'm a big fan of Frank Miller's uh, The Dark Knight Rises comic. And that's like mirrors that perfectly. So I, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, well, that's it. You know, fuck Hilmer and fuck <laughs> Keaton, everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, I, I liked I try. Well, I don't know if I liked it, but when everybody was hating on Affleck going to be Batman, I'm like, you got to give the guy a chance. He might pull the shit off. Yeah, and I think he yeah. did. It. I think he did a good of a job as you can getting that role and all the scrutiny anybody who gets that role is under. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Every, yeah, everybody gets scrutiny. I mean, I talked to Michael Uslan, and he's the executive producer of Batman, owns the rights to Batman. Um, he said Michael. They petitioned to get Michael Keaton from getting that position. Yeah, you know, and then you have the whole uh, everybody gave shit to Heath Ledger, and then you know now everybody's doing it to Robert Pattinson. It's just it. You'll never be able to please everybody. No, especially in that comic book world, you know, you get yeah. people that are so diehard. And yeah, my my favorite probably is Michael Keaton, either him yeah. or Christian Bale. So I get yeah, and then my question is the <clears throat> kind of reflection of a uh, utilitarianism, like through uh, John Stuart Mill's interpretation from 19th century. So do you kill the Joker, right? Cause if you kill, yeah. if you kill Joker, then you save a lot of people, but that fight and that struggle you see Batman go through is gone. But if mm-hmm. you let him live for that, to continue that whole dynamic, a lot of innocent people die. So exactly. Yeah. So like, I guess, where do you sit on that? <laughs> you, you know, uh, I, I'd be the one to just take him out. That's, you know, that's how I am. You know, uh, a lot of people are like you know, are mad at Affleck because he was using guns on his Batmobile. I'm like, well, you know, in like the 40s, Batman had a, a sidearm. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. he had all these. So he he used to kill people, and then he brutally beats people for like shoplifting and small drugs. So I <laughs> yeah. Mean, yeah. <laughs> so if it was me, I mean, I, I'd take him out. If it was real life, it's exact. He would get every weapon he could. Like. Yeah, you can't hate yeah. on that. It kind of pissed me off when Christian Bale. What was it in the the in the second one that he did in the beginning, where there's like other guys pretending to be a Batman and they have guns, and he like <laughs> basically beats their asses for it. It's like, why <laughs> are you you're, yeah. you're so like, oh god, you're so, he's like so high and mighty. Like, you, how dare you use guns? How dare you try to beat me? There's only one me. That was kind of like a very narcissistic thing to do. I think. Yeah, it was. I never. I didn't really like the the last two. I like the villains in the last two Batmans, but. The suit made him look like too skinny and frail. I wasn't about it. Yeah. I was, eh. yeah, yeah. That's a personal opinion. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a Batman fan. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Actually, uh, the way I found out about you was my wife saw you somewhere online and she told me about you. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And she's like, she's like, you should you should try to get that guy on. And then. Not long after, you messaged me saying you wanted to come on, and I'm like, "Oh fuck yeah!" So then I did, <laughs> then I did like, did like a deeper dive into because yeah, it, it's we've had a few people like reach out that want to come on, and sometimes like I'll start to look into them like, "Oh dude, they're a wacko or they're right, <laughs> they're a little too crazy." I get that a lot. <laughs> well, and it's it's not even the the Batman thing because that's like fucking awesome that you what you're doing. It's like you get someone who's either like one side or the other too politically crazy or yeah, shit like I gotcha. that. It's like, Oh fuck. I don't want, cause 
we'll sit we'll sit down to do this like through Zoom or we've had people come in person that we had never mm-hmm. met before and it's always this thing like god I hope they're I hope they're cool <laughs> cuz if they're not this is going to be awkward you don't fun. know yeah. yeah especially now man yeah man and we've been we've been really lucky we've had some some really good people on here but that's why like now when it's somebody I don't really know I'll just do it deep as a dive as I can online right. try and find things of them on other podcasts whatever it is and that's it's worked out so far. One of these days we're going to get some crazy bastard on here, but yeah, it's, it's bound to happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm down for it. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin's always saying he, he wants something crazy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck well, it. Let's, let's right. just, let's just get Alex Jones on now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Shit. From what, from what I've heard though, everything he says, he's not uh, like a hundred percent wrong though. Is I, that right? I think from what I've heard is it'll be like, some of the crazy shit he says ends up being true, but it's also mixed yeah. in with even crazier shit that's not true. So it just gets coded. Yeah, and so it makes people because he is like a he's a showman. The guy knows what he's fucking yeah. doing. I think I think he knows what he's doing with all his crazy antics and all that shit. But I don't follow along with him, but I know he's crazy and he's entertaining. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, same, but, same. But yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I do. I want to talk more about what you do with with the kids and everything. So when you first started that, were you just like, how did you go about finding the kids that, that needed your service, you know, to show up as Batman? So that's the hard part, man, is, you know, I don't know a ton of people, you know, that have sick kids or going through stuff. So I rely on others through social media. Mm -hmm. That's the only way I go. Um, You know, like uh, I have, if someone sees something nine times out of 10, they're going to tag my Batman page. Uh, like the one I'm sure you saw where I went and saw Bridger. Bridger's mm-hmm. the kid that stepped in front of the dog and got a huge bite to the face. Yeah. Uh, but he lived in Colorado. I'm in Florida. But with the community and the following I had, I had a business offer to pay for my flight to send me out there. So I coordinated with them. You know, I flew out there to see him. I mean, I, it was cool to see him, but he got so much cooler shit than me. Like, it, like they showed me everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it was still one of those cool experiences. So, but that's that's the hardest part is finding people especially now because uh, i used to go to hospitals but with covid i can't no you know for the past year i I can't go to them um even with the mask on so it's all social media it's all word of mouth that i go by Mm -hmm. yeah that's i i remember seeing stories about that kid when that happened and there was like yeah like ufc fighters reaching out i mean everybody was reaching out to he got he got the the actual captain america shield from Chris Evans, wow. Chris Evans said, Robert Downey Jr. is sending him supposed to be sending him something this year. He's just met so many people and given him so many things. I'm like, well, I'm the only one to actually come see him. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and <laughs> like your your Batman attire is pretty legit looking. It's not yeah. like you're showing up with like a a mask with a fucking elastic band around the back of your head, you know? It, yeah. Fucking Walmart costume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, it looks, it looks legit. And then I saw how you added the mask to it for COVID shit. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Cause it, it fits. Yeah. It looks like almost like an even darker version of Batman, but it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. And, and you know, I get a lot of, I, I'm, I'm on the fence with it because I get a lot of people like that's terrifying. And then some of them that's badass. even the kids, they, the, the biggest thing that they don't like with the kids is the eyes because I have the eyes widened out where I can see mm. off the way that stupid makeup. 
And that's the one thing they don't like the most. I've noticed even with that mask on and I'm a big dude, I'm like six foot, six one, but I'm like two fifty sideways, you know, so I'm mm-hmm. a big guy. Um, and that's what they complain about the most is they can't see my eyes. That's a lot of hear what I hear. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, you could just, I guess, follow suit with all the Batman characters. They just do, you can see their eyes with the eyeliner. Like, why is, why is Batman wearing fucking eyeliner? Yeah, I can't, I couldn't film myself to do it, man. Like, yeah, the white one is then comfortable. Like, nope, I don't care. I don't, I don't want to do that shit. The, yeah. white, the white eyes, like being white out, reminds me of like the Batman cartoons. It's, it's the comic. Yeah. Cartoons. Yeah. yeah. The comic, like yeah. the comic. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, well, and like, you go back to like the Ben F, like Batman, he's a big dude. Ben Affleck's like yeah. a big, broad-shouldered he, guy. Well, he's six three, I think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's for the good-sized guy. Yeah, because yeah. you did he's have like dude. you go back to like Adam West. You know, he was all tall and gangly and skinny, and yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know, like uh, George Clooney's kind of a big guy, but he was probably the worst Batman. Yeah, yeah that was he was he wasn't a good Batman. He's just he's not that kind of actor. He, I don't. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. Try to give him a chance. That, you know the the Kilmer and and Clooney that one kind of those two I yeah, don't know, you either yeah. hate them or love them yeah and I, I love Val Kilmer too but I think he was a good Bruce Wayne yeah he he, there, you go, there you go there you go I mean I'm even excited for the new the new one with Robert Pattinson I want to see see what it is you know what I mean give it yeah. a chance and so am I I'm very excited for it after the trailer I was like okay I'm, I think I'm in but yeah yeah. yeah. But so you you're you're an EMT too, aren't you? Yeah, I have been for about 12, 12 years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yep. have you ever made any contacts through your day job, like to do the Batman no. thing? No, um, <clears throat> I'll try to, but depending on the scene, you know, if it's hectic or not, or what it is, it'd be like, hey, just you know, I know your husband's dying over there, but I have this thing. Yeah. Going, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there are some that like uh that are, that are more frequent um that i've reached out to um so i'll go see them sometimes but not not really for them yeah uh but uh yeah i actually switched recently like the past year um to working at a clinic so i can have more time to do this mm-hmm. um because where i work we had i was on 24 hour shifts 24 48s and uh, after nine o'clock, we had like four trucks to cover the entire county. Mm. So there have been times that we were up for like 22 hours, 20 hours per shift. And then like the next day, I'd be just dead. Can't do nothing. Sleep till like three, four o'clock. Then I have my one day off. But, you know, I got kids as well. So I would the one I would do it after work. I would just be a complete like zombie, just completely zoned out and. So I found a, a, a testosterone clinic. I know you guys dabbled in that a little bit. That's what I do now for a living. Um, and it came at the perfect time because I switched at uh, in February to work for them. And then COVID hit. Mm. So like I got out of the ambience like just in time yeah. for that. So it's one of those like I'm not really a big believer in, you know, things happen for a reason, but. Some, it kind of pointed that way, yeah, you some, know. Sometimes things do happen. You know, it's things work themselves out some for some fucking reason. They they yeah. usually work themselves out at some point. Yeah, that's um so being an EMT, actually I looked into doing that a couple years ago mm. cuz I always thought like I want to do some job where I feel like I'm helping people. 
And right. I was looking into that night. I have a friend who's an EMT, and I reached out to her, just kind of asking her about it. And she's like, first thing I'm going to tell you, if you're in this for the money, don't do it. <laughs> right. She's like, we, yeah. we do not make very much money to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's fact that that is 100% fact Uh, on a 24 hour truck. I was making, uh, like $11 an hour and that's with experience. That's insane. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's not worth it. I mean, with, with your friends, she's, you know, she's, she's right. Cause you want, you don't want to really get paid like a fortune to do it, but you would at least take a, like a livable wage. Well, you know what I mean? When you're like, when you're doing a job like that, where you guys see the yeah. things you have to see and deal with some of the shit you probably have to deal with, the pay yeah, the exactly. pay should match that. That's just like yeah, exactly. like police or any first responders. I think should make a living wage, but more. I mean, there's it's like mm-hmm. almost like a a hazard pay. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I mean, I'm sure you've seen some shit that fucks with you. Oh yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. I've heard stories yeah. from people I know that are EMTs and cops and stuff and. Yeah. And that's kind of why I like doing this as well. Um, like I told you earlier is because when I put on the suit, I don't have to be me. You know what I mean? Like I could be that Batman character and forget about all of that and focus on this kid or focus on this family and get out of that situation for an hour, hour and a half at most where everything's, you know, calm, Mm -hmm. everything's all right. You know, um, as an EMT, you, you know, we're, limited on what we can do, but the type of person I am always went above and beyond. Like I want to be the best goddamn EMT that I could be. So I did like water rescue. Uh, I went through Florida SWAT training for uh TAC med. Um, so I did every possible certificate that I could like push the scope with. So I've done it all. So like water rescue scenes, I've been there, I've done that. You know, whenever we had like uh SWAT call outs, I would go there, seen that and do that. Uh, you know, I wanted to do everything as much as possible into full force. That way, if I went to a different department, I had my certificate Bible and be like, this is all the shit I've done. This is what I do. And, you know, pretty much just beat the competition wherever I want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Don't just be complacent and sit or sit, sitting around and like, yeah, oh, cool, I'm a basic EMT. Um, or it's 20 people in line. So I guess, uh, exactly. Yeah. What, what makes you stand out? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, like I said, doing kind of a dive on you and your social media and stuff. I saw some of your SWAT training and stuff. That was yeah. That was pretty, I also saw you you did like a first responder fight night or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was that? that? Was that was for um, they did like police versus fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I reached out. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm like EMS. I work with fire. Can I do it? And they're like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. Come on in. So I'm like, all right. And it was just like an exhibition one, but you know, just like any uh, exhibition fight, people are just going to go balls to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Fight so, to fight. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't think anything of it. So I get there and I'm like, oh, that's pretty dope. Like, like, yeah, if you win, you get this, this belt. I'm like, shit. Okay. I'm about that. <laughs> <laughs> one fight and get a belt. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, I won that one. That was pretty cool. Did you have any, any training, like fight training leading up to that? Yeah. I used to, uh, used to do mixed martial arts for years. Um, and it wasn't even like a, a BJJ place because the coach I went to was like a standard like high school wrestler and he did Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but he mixed both of them. So it wasn't no like technical classes. He just showed us yeah. how to do shit and then let us go and beat the hell out of each other for like three hours mm-hmm. if we wanted to. So we would just roll around and, and do that. Um, and then before that, I used to box just, you know, as exercise because I've been a fat kid my whole life. Um, I feel that man. So, yeah. So, <laughs> and I would just do that. And then 
you know, the guy asked me, he's like, you know, do you want to do this? I'm like, man, I haven't done it in a while, but fuck it. I like the, I like the fight. So let's go. That's cool. I ended up winning. So yeah. Hell yeah. That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. But the, um, the SWAT class, man, there's some bad motherfuckers there, dude. Yeah. The, Ke- uh, Kevin spent some time with guys here with the SWAT and he's told me some stories about that. Yeah. We had, um, we had a group from Belgium come over and they, they, uh, they do like diplomatic security and they were just teaching us shit. They're like, you might get in trouble if you do this, but we're going to show you anyway. So like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you went, you went out like to the range and shit, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, like the SWAT snipers and stuff. Yeah. 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 That was super, super fun. I didn't do it a whole lot, especially cause of school, but yeah. Missed out. <laughs> No, I, I, I you, the, you yeah. were in. You went to sniper school, right? Uh huh. Yeah, in the army. Yep. Yeah. 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 He was a sniper. Awesome. Sniper for how long? Um, three and a half years. Yeah. Out of the five I was in. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Honestly, I got. I didn't really perfect anything until like I got out. When you have time to just actually sit down and do it, versus everything always being rushed and everything always, you know, it's just kind of forced. It's like, okay, just make sure you can do the bare minimum. Make sure you can effectively, you know, shoot someone at 600 meters under pressure if you have to, you know. But when you can actually just relax and do your thing, like in the civilian side, it's you almost get better, really. Um, <clears throat> yeah, depending on, I guess, what unit you're in. But mm. anyway, uh, I would think that would yeah, be, just, yeah. I always like that's just dope. Yeah, no, thanks. Um, I always like the idea of. That's why I kind of related. I like the idea of Batman because of like the way I grew up and having to be around people, like being taken to, like a trailer park and getting picked on and shit. I had this mm-hmm. deeply rooted um, hatred for people like that, and so it was like vigilantism, like the Punisher, Batman, people like that. Like, yeah, I get that. I have no empathy for people like that. I don't mind fucking killing them. Cool, we're doing everybody a <laughs> yeah. favor. They're breathing our air. No, they shouldn't and, be. You know, you're you're right, especially now. I, and you know, it's hard like right now because a lot of people are, I feel like really sensitive. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like bullying back when we were kids, they would like have already killed themselves. I feel like right now, mm-hmm. if, yeah. you know, instead of just the internet. Um, but at some point, you know, there's, there's that line that just couldn't be drawn. And, you know, especially with like kids and everything, cause I've done two visits with kids that were been bullied. I'm just like, man, that's, that's harsh, dude. Like, yeah. Well, and <clears throat> I think that's why like, you hear it a lot, especially nowadays, but put your kids in fucking martial arts. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of the best things you can do. So they know how to defend themselves if it comes down to that. I know actually yeah. my jujitsu coach went on another podcast. It was an MMA podcast and I listened to it and the guy asked him like, what are your closing thoughts? You know? And that was, a, that's what he said. He said, get your kids into martial arts because if they learn how, I mean, if you've, you've done, you've done it. So you, you know, like you're, if something were to happen to you in the real world, you're so much more comfortable because you've done right. it uh, over and over and over. That same thing you were just talking about with your, with shooting <clears throat> under pressure learning. And if a kid learns how to protect themselves, someone might still fuck with them, but they're not going to do it again. Yeah. And they're right. going to be confident. You know, people, people react out of fears to such an extent level that they do the wrong thing because they don't know how to control themselves in a situation. Mm-hmm. You know, just like someone who's not very proficient with a firearm who maybe knows the bare minimum. And then pulls that gun on someone just because they feel threatened. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, maybe if you knew how to control yourself in these types of situations better, or you were confident with your yourself, you wouldn't have to escalate that quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you, know? um, you see it all the time with police officers, right? 
they don't know how to fucking sprint after a dude up a hill because they're. <laughs> I saw that video the other day. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, like three hundred, like three cops chasing this guy, and they just could not get him because they're all like you know way out of shape, you know, or if they've never wrestled with anybody or done jujitsu or never been in striking classes, it's like okay, so they're probably gonna go straight for their gun because they can't fight a motherfucker, right? Um, like if you're in the job, you have to realize you have to have that dichotomy of being a passionate, loving, caring person and being a fucking killer, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, a killer mentality. Like, you've got to turn yeah. it on, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and the worst part is, is you have people that'll just judge a cop, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's, yeah. it's it's one of those, you know, and, and I always thought on the on the box, like, I'm going home. I, I, I don't care. Like I'm going home. That's, yep. that's my job. Like I'm going to do my best to save you and whoever needs it. But at the end of the day, I'm going home. That that's it. Yeah. You know? So I, I agree, you know, with, you know, I, I back the blue 100%. I have best friends that are in it. I have best friends that are in military. And then I still have people that do, you know, fire and, and, and EMS. Mm-hmm. You know, I support those guys because unless you do it, you have no fucking clue what it's like. Yeah. Well, and they're, they're thankless jobs, especially in the, the climate over the past year, you know, with all the craziness in the, in the country. Yep. And then it's, it's that thing, like no matter what, whether it's cops or whether it's a normal citizen, you always see the bad shit online and then everybody mm-hmm. puts them in, you know, they put them all together. And it's like, we have some friends that are cops too, and they're good fucking people. And yep. they, they would never do the things that you see these cops doing online or, or on the news, you know, it's like they'd be the one to step in and stop that shit if right. so, if someone was out of line. <clears throat> so I think you know that's that's what the internet though. You, it's you get that that loud minority of people on there, and everybody sees it and hears it, and it's it's unfortunate. But it I really think is, I think in in the real world, most people know like there's good cops out there. There's good good and bad in everybody. Right. Yep. And. It's. I mean, I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm sure there's EMTs out there that are fucking assholes. I'm sure. Oh yeah. But there, there's like one of, one of the good guys that I know. Like he taught me a lot, uh, like medically. But like, oh no, he's a piece of shit. Like yeah. he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So they're they're everywhere, and it's and it's in everything. The the thing that irritates me the most is when fired EMS become targets for no reason. Mm. Like. 90% of us can't carry firearms. We're not allowed because of the job. So. Mm. I mean, I've heard of people setting their house on fire, and then when the fire engine pulls up, just start opening on them. Mm. You know, like what? The f- like why? What the fuck's the purpose of that? Because yeah. if you're not us, then you're the enemy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everybody, because everybody's essentially privileged, right? Uh, my buddy, who's a cop the other day, just said how somebody called him a white privileged man. Like, and he was like, "Okay, I've done two tours in Iraq and mm-hmm. been on the SWAT team and a, a cop. So why am I? Why am I white and privileged?" A school, like if I, a school resource officer. Yeah, so like if I've learned everything, if I've built everything on my own, why am I privileged and white? And am I a millionaire based off of doing being a public servant? No. You know, it's like people just, if you're not us, you're the enemy. You right. know, because they're disenfranchised, probably shitty neighborhoods. Like, that fucking sucks. I didn't personally do that to you. You know, probably, you know, that's the establishment might have done it to you. Maybe your parents' drug addiction did it to you. Like, that's cool, but I know a lot of people who have actually I do have met a ton of people being in the military whose parents were in and out of prison, drug addicts, who mm. are very successful, wealthy people, or at least successful and they are happy with their lives, they're content, they do what they want to do. They do things that make them happy and avoid things that bring them pain, like suffering. It's like, okay, these are healthy people and they came from that. So we all 
have opportunity and we have as much opportunity as our grandparents did. Okay. If not more, some people argue, oh, yeah. no, some people have actually argued that our grandparents had more opportunity because they could come off a boat and get a job. It's like, okay, well there's how many millions of illegal immigrants that can go get a job right now and that aren't working. That's pretty mm-hmm. much opportunity. If you, you know, are defining it. So we all have fucking opportunity, but if people are going to target, because I've seen that too. I can't remember what documentary it was, but EMT and fire being targeted when I've, they show up to like, I've seen shit like that too. get people out of there. They're injured and then they're being targeted and trying to be, and they're getting their asses beat. It's like, cool. I can't carry a firearm. Mm-hmm. And so they're quitting. I can't remember what city was that. Maybe it was, it was probably Florida. A lot of crazy shit. Happened it was like there. Florida, the Detroit <laughs> or something, but EMTs were essentially just walking out the job because they were being targeted. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I think that goes back to the, the easy target thing. Like, like I was saying, get your kids into martial arts. They're mm-hmm. less of an easy target. If you're less of an easy target, people aren't going to fuck with you. And people know that EMT and fire can't carry a gun. So yeah, that, we don't care. that yeah. right there makes you an easier target than a police officer that has a gun, which is, I think like if you're going to emergency situations, why wouldn't, if you wanted to, why wouldn't you be able to carry a, a weapon? That's, that's, Oh crazy. yeah. Especially, you know, and it's just like with, with law, you have no fucking clue what you're stepping into. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I've had knives pulled on me that guys call and complain for back pain, mm-hmm. you know? So like every situation is, is just different and it's a different world that we're in now compared to, you know, even 10, 20 years ago, it's completely fucking different. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's sad seeing that EMS have to wear, you know, body armor to go save lives because they're, if they go through the wrong neighborhood, they're going to get shot at. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it goes back to like, you know, the right proper training and shit. If EMT fire had the proper training with firearms, why not? Why wouldn't they be able yeah. to, and the proper training with de-escalation, all the same shit cops should be getting training in that they're not always getting. Yeah. I think anybody who's in that, like, cause you guys are showing up to the same scenes a lot of times. I mean, yeah. you, and you might get somebody in the back of that ambulance. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. And that, that's where something like martial arts comes yeah. into play. If you know how to, and then when you're, tar- somebody. yeah. And then when you're targeted, then it makes you angry at those people because you're trying to understand why they're that way. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I've had those feelings like in the last neighborhood I lived in, I legitimately like, I always didn't follow through with it, but I had legitimate, like I would stay up at night and think about how fun it would be like, Oh my God, two, three o'clock in the morning, just sneak around into their back doors and start slitting throats. <laughs> and like, Dexter and the dude, Punisher comes back into start just like dropping grenades in people's houses, just fucking do whatever I could do. Like, I was like, well, if there's children in there, because someone asked me, I was telling them one time, and I was like, well, obviously you leave them alone, or you know, you're gonna make their life worse. So might as well take them out. Too. Oh my no, god, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, like obviously you don't attack a house that has children in it, because then you're fucking them up mentally. So you gotta you gotta plan yeah. first. You know, dogs I don't give a fuck about. You know, but yeah, never never with children. But yeah, that was a super cool idea. Obviously, didn't fall through with it. So when we start hearing stories, in the, <laughs> yeah, we, we start hearing stories in the news about a local vigilante here. I'm gonna, oh, know, I'm gonna know who the fuck it is. Yeah, like God damn it, Kevin. No, we need someone. It has to be just some single guy with no kids, no family. Doesn't care what happens. <laughs> He's just out there, to just like do do the right thing, you know. <clears throat> Luckily, around here, our crime rate is still pretty fucking low compared to other places. Even even with our growth here, it's it's it. The crime is growing with the growth we've had here, but it's still it's a very safe place to live. And, right. Yeah. Uh, unlike some bigger cities, and we're we're getting bigger and bigger every day, but we also have a ton of cops here. Yeah. I mean, it's we have a big police presence here, which is a good thing, I think. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we're starting to get. I mean, we've always had tourists because, like I said, we're right by the springs. You know, it's crystal clear, manatees. Yeah. All that shit. But now 
the expressway we have is coming right through our county. So now they're building it up. You know, they're having like uh, more gas stations and more little shithole fast food places. Oh, and, yeah. You know, unfortunately, it's taking a lot of it out of there. But you know, we're we're on where where I'm at. We're it's it's a good old boy country. You know, so it's not terrible. The 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 worst thing we have here is just you know overdoses and drugs and shit mm-hmm. like that. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah, people are a disease, man. But that's true. Like that, like the gas stations and fast food joints, they ruin just the look and the feel of any environment. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's all for their profit. Like, I I love America and capitalism somewhat works but that's a result of it shit gets gross and ugly real quick mm. you know or you have a nice area outside of town like donley and they put those brown shitty fucking houses those duplexes all over in donley yeah you just ruin nice countryside just for a million bucks yeah. cool like yep. people yeah. suck people suck dude the town he's talking about it's a small mountain town up north from here and it's a beautiful beautiful little town up in the mountains surrounded by pine trees and all that and they do have like condos that they built up there and it's like that's, I think the condos, these are the cheap ass brown. Yeah, they're not even condos, but they're ugly. And just they're, filled with, just filled with undesirables like multi level living, which is yeah. I mean, it's just, in that area, it just kind of ruins that little stretch through that little town. But yeah. oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I love going up to see my dad. My dad lives in uh, like five minutes from Asheville, North Carolina. He's right by the mountains. You Ooh, know, nice. Yeah, I love get. I love getting out of here, going up there, and. I, I love that. You know, I'm not that city type. I, I have to work in the city, unfortunately, but I'd rather just be up in the fucking mountains and leave mm-hmm. me be. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. It's, it's, it's hard sometimes to, cause we're all kind of different. Like we're all similar in ways, but we're all so different ways too. It's like, I totally agree. It's hard to, for me to understand to put myself in the mind of someone who only loves being in the city and just like, oh, I don't really like camping or mountains or getting out. It's like, man, that's, that's hard to come from, see their point of view. Cause it's, it is. it's just, yeah. Yeah, it, it completely changed my father. Like, he was born and raised in Florida as well, and always clean-shaven, all that. As soon as he got up there, he turned a complete 180, has grew a fucking beard. He goes hiking, farmer's market. I'm like, who the fuck are you? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I feel so bad for him because he's a Republican, and apparently up there, it's completely blue. So he's completely outnumbered. Oh, I'm like, yeah. he's like, I just hated fucking Florida. He's like, I had to get out. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as he was able to, him, him and my stepmom gone. See you later. I've, I've never, I don't been, blame him. I've never yeah. been to Florida. Have you ever been to Florida? Um, yeah, yeah. Once. Um, I went through the through an airport and I went out for a little bit because we had a LA over there, and I just remember seeing a bunch of Cubans everywhere. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've never been down. I'd like to go just check out Florida. I probably wouldn't want to live there because it's too fucking hot, but. I wouldn't mind checking it out. I'd like to go like visit like St. Petersburg because all the cool people I've seen. Let's just go there. to Miami and get wild, dude. Just go get wild and just <laughs> wild get some, Miami. Get yeah. some hookers, <laughs> hookers and cocaine. Hey, you ain't gotta go that far, man. You, like you said, you want to go to St. Pete? You'll find that in St. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> so you ain't gotta go all the way there. Yeah. So uh, I guess let's let's talk about your nonprofit that you ended up starting. It's Mask Miracles, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, I just got approved uh, last September because of COVID. I don't know how that delays everything, but they said it's going to delay it. So in like March, I applied for it uh, and then I got approved in like September. So uh, I'm trying. <laughs> that's that's what I almost say, because my entire life from when I was 17 until, you know, currently I've been I've been in the fire service. I've started volunteering and then I got my EMT and just, you know, stuck with medical. So that's all I've done. I've never had any 
never thought I would try to run a nonprofit or anything. And everybody I've spoken to, they're like, well, you got to kind of run it like a business. So I'm like, well, fuck, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning as I go. But the reason why I wanted to start it is because I was saying my oldest daughter, she was premature. She was 27 weeks um, and she was in the hospital for three months. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. But, you know, bills still had to be paid. We still had, you know, rent due and we still had to pay the electric and our car bill. They don't care if your kid's in the fucking hospital. They don't give a shit. They just want their money. Mm-hmm. So I would I had to pick up a second job. I worked uh, like a BLS ambulance, which was like, you know, just going from like nursing home to hospital, hospital, nursing home, going to hospice, that kind of shit. And then working the, the 911 ALS response, working both of those jobs just to, you know, keep our lights on. You know, so I missed time with my daughter. I mean, even though she was just born, it's not like I, I could have done anything. But I missed time with them. It pretty much ruined the relationship I had with their mom, you know, because I was always gone. She was there. We were fighting, never saw each other. Um, so I started the nonprofit because I don't, I've been to that and I don't want another family to have to do that. Like if I can give you money to, to pay your rent for a month, that's the few extra shifts you don't have to pick up that you can focus on with your family, you know, um, because, because I've been there. Um, We've done one fundraiser so far, and um, actually Black Rifle helped me out. They donated some stuff to Raffle Off, um, and we were able to pay uh, for medical supplies for the rest of the year for a little kid and help them get insurance. Oh, hell yeah. Like new insurance. So that's what I'm trying. That's what I want to do. With it. You know, I, I, I hate for somebody to lose time with their kid, especially if their kid's like three, four, five, because the kid's going to realize like, you know, it's only mom here. It's only dad here. I'd rather have both parents there to give because, you know, they say that, you know, the positivity, the kids feed off of it when they're sick and they can tell when people are upset and, you know, the kids feed off of you and how you act. So they can see if mom or dad are stressed. They know mom and dad are fighting. So it's not going to help them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I that's what I want to do with the nonprofit, you know, but I like helping people. So I, I, I'll try to help anybody I can, you know, um, but it's just trying to figure out how to get to that level because that's the end goals. I just want to run the nonprofit. I can't be Batman forever, unfortunately. So I, I want to be able to do this continuously without, you know, having to keep working, you know, as an EMT and, and mm-hmm. just focus on that. That's what I'd like to do. Yeah. So do you like go based off donations and stuff? Is that what, how you guys are, you're trying to operate it? Yeah. So we'll go off donations. Um, and then, you know, I'll start doing the fundraiser, but again, like I'm learning as I go. So mm-hmm. the first one, uh, you know, we raised about two, three grand. That was great. So we helped out that family with, you know, their medical expenses. Um, and then I, uh, bought some, uh, new characters. That's why I called it mass miracles because, uh, unfortunately Batman's not everybody's favorite. Mm-hmm. So I had to get, you know, new characters to go because I want to be able to, to, go see everybody i don't want one of those like oh well he doesn't really like batman so like oh well you know sorry fuck a kid you mm-hmm. know see you later. right so I, I had to get new people um and then just figuring out what to do next you know obviously the end goal is to get a batmobile they're extremely expensive so i kind of i had a, a trailer donated to me uh, a big enclosed one and that's where i actually i'm making a mobile bat cave that's where this suit is going to go okay uh so I'll have that. I had gadgets made up. Um, I have uh, TV in there. Uh, so when the kids come, they'll be able to like take the gadgets off the wall. I'm gonna let one of them like you know take some with them. Just kind of get that full like holy shit experience. And that's yeah. what I, I really want to do. 
Um, but yeah, just mostly donations and fundraisers is what we're doing right now. Yeah. So you, you just, <clears throat> you just got to get the word out there about what you're doing more. I mean, yeah, you have, you have that's a, what's so hard. You have is, a pretty substantial uh, you know, following. Like I told you, I'm like, like you can look at my Facebook, man. I got a, a better following there. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm trying to, every, every post I share will go on the mass miracles part, but like my, you know, my Facebook is huge, but the, the mass miracles one isn't. So, so it's, it, that's what sucks about it is because I have a very large following on the Batman and not so much on the nonprofit. So I'm trying to merge them together. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say you have a pretty substantial following on, on your Facebook and yeah. that's, I mean, nowadays that's how you promote anything is social media, but I yeah, think it is. And that's, and that's, and that's when I, when I was, uh, was talking to you when I first messaged you guys, I'm like, Hey man, I'm, I'm EMT and this is what I do because a lot of times when people get a message from the Batman of Spring Hill, they just think you're some weird cosplayer. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. If you want to fuck. <laughs> I'm into some so, weird shit, but no. Yeah, just um, yeah. I mean, what if I? I mean, you've been on a couple of podcasts, but I'd, I'd try to get on as many podcasts as you can, like because yeah, there's there's so many damn podcasts, and this one is fairly new. I mean, we've been going since September, but mm-hmm. we have a pretty decent little following that listens. And I mean, there's bigger podcasts out there than us that I'm sure would be glad to have you on. That, that's what I would be shooting for. Yeah. And, it, and it's just getting in, in contact with them, you know, because I, I message everybody about what I do and everything. So I barely get responses. So when you responded, I'm like, well, fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like uh, my buddy the first time, you know, because like I said, I've never expected to get this large with it. Uh, and my friend Dustin Sims, he's a, a comedian on Facebook um, and he blew up and now that's all he does. So like he was showing me how to grow my Facebook and everything. Cause he used to work at Honda was doing comedy on Facebook and now he's touring for full time. Like that's oh. what he does. Oh yeah. Um, you know, so when I commented on one of his videos and he commented back, he's like, Hey man, love what you're doing. I'm like, yo, you like, you know who the fuck I am? Like, that's awesome. Like, it's great. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, from him, I met Joey Leonard. He's an army vet too. He's a, he does comedy. Um, He's got his own clothing line called Mullet Gang. He's a cool dude. I've been on both their podcasts, um, and it's just it's just trying to network and connect with people. That's that's what I'm trying to do the best as I can. We just had a, a malfunction over here. That Kevin's mic stand fell over. <laughs> <laughs> Shit was made in China. Oh man! Like I said, this is our first time doing it. This little setup, but no. Uh, yeah, I, I get where you're coming from when it's like you talk about reaching out to people online because. When we first started this, I was reaching out to everybody and anybody I could to get them to come on and be a guest. And we heard back yeah. from we heard back from a few, but there's a lot of people we never did hear back and we still haven't heard from. We are getting to the yeah. point point now where people are reaching out to us, which is fucking amazing because it makes my job a little bit easier. But once you get like like that was a big thing for us. We got one person who had a substantial following, then it started to roll. So like like you said, if you continue to just keep pushing what you're doing, people are gonna notice what yeah you're, what eventually you're and that's like i said whether it's social media or podcasts mm-hmm. i think the more podcasts and now that like you're going on more podcasts other people are going to hear you and they're like fuck i want him on my podcast you know yeah and, and i love doing i love i love doing podcasts and i love talking with people you know especially just the ones where we can just talk about anything yeah, yeah. those are the best ones to just 
natural conversation. Those mm-hmm. are the best ones to go. Cause like, I don't, I don't like talking about myself and what I do. I feel awkward after about like five, 10 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather just come on, talk to people you know, and see where it goes from there. Just like, I love listening to your guys' show. Cause that's how all your shows have started. Just going right into conversation. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, each conversation goes into the next subject, next subject, next subject, next subject. And that's, you know, awesome. That's yeah. what I love hearing. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like uh it's kind of like Seinfeld. Like it's it's about nothing, but then it turns into something, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Um, we always start with like nothing on the and like if you listen from the beginning, obviously there's a progression there, and we've kind of gotten into a groove, but because yeah. we didn't want it to be like really like a straight up interview, but sometimes that's it's nice to be like we've asked you a few straight up questions, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like I think podcast podcasts is they're a really good way to get what you're doing out there in the world now. Cause everybody listens to fucking podcasts nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's podcast, Instagram, and Facebook, you know, <clears throat> yeah. it's just like, you know, they just want to hear it or see it, you know? Um, cause, cause a lot of people are tired of the news. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. like 70. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the news isn't reliable. I mean, like we talked, what was it about like last night or yesterday, like Fox, MSNBC and CNN are not news sources. And people that watch those are ridiculous because they're legitimately not resources. They're just personalities um, putting a narrative just, out there. You just have to understand that it's not. And I think exactly what Tom answer actually. You just need to ask any academic in the you know in that world, and they'll tell you, "Do not listen to those," because these are people that fact check yep. for a living. They're you know um, philosophy or sociology, anthropology, apology, you know, PhDs, and they'll tell you, "Like, don't that's those are not news sources." And I think New York Times, is that the one I was saying? Yeah, yeah New York New Times, Times has like eight people on a panel from conservative to liberal that are vetting everything across each other before it's released. So even though a lot of people consider New York Times maybe more liberal sometimes, but it's like... They can be biased, but They're biased, but their can. shit's vetted at least. Yeah. You know, right. MSNBC and CNN don't have that. Fox has three retards who go through their shit and biasly vets it, you know. Um, so... Yeah, stop watching the fucking news. Actually, I would say it's all kind of bullshit anyway. But I guess it's 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 go, America. Go go back to the fucking newspapers. <laughs> go back to the fucking newspapers. <laughs> just listen to the well, government. Well, I mean, most of my information I get from all the different podcasts I listen to. Right, because you're listening to intelligent people yeah. talk about it. Like, if you want to know anything about, you know, like, oh, what's the leaps and bounds in physics right now? It's like, oh, go listen to Brian Greene or mm-hmm. um, Neil deGrasse Tyson on Joe Rogan because they have no reason to bullshit you. Yeah. You know, um, they're just talking about what they're experts in. Exactly. And that's yeah. kind of what I like a lot of podcasts for that. You know, no one's, no one's there really to bullshit you on a podcast. There, there is some, but well, yeah, if they're, they're, well, if they're comedians. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. Clearly. But yeah. And then like even a podcast like ours with which it's like, we're still small scale compared to other podcasts that are out there. But you coming on here, there's going to be people that listen to this, that, are like, oh fuck, that sounds cool what that guy's doing. And they're gonna go look you up and and follow what you're doing. And I, I urge yeah. you guys listening to do that. And if you know somebody that can fucking help, then send him send him his way. I mean Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's that's what it takes is just word word of mouth is like the biggest thing, I think, to get noticed in what you're doing. Yeah. And plus if you're doing a positive like you are doing a positive, genuine thing, then people are more likely to accept it and run with it versus, mm, I don't know, what's he really about? Like, it's pretty obvious. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I think it, yeah, I imagine it taking off pretty quick with the foundation. 
it's just gotta be, it's gotta be, you know, it's gotta be like a little, it just has to, uh, organically spread like a nice, like a good virus. Right. Mm. It's just, you know, right. exponentially grow. You're going to get two, then five, then eight, then 20, then like a few hundred, you know, you're going to exponentially grow. I imagine with that. Um, yeah, I think it'll be good. And it, uh, yeah, that's what I'm hoping anyway. Yeah. Well, we know from experience when you're doing something that's like a whole nother job that you're not getting anything from, <laughs> there's no income from that. And it's like a whole nother job on top of your existing job that can be exhausting. Right. And once you start to see that go in the direction you want it to go, man, it's, it's like weight off your shoulders. I'm sure you've had that where it's like something, oh, yeah. something good happens and you're like, fuck yes. And I think if you keep putting yourself out there, going on podcasts, getting on some podcasts, using social media to your advantage, because what you're doing, why would anybody not like what you're doing? You know what I'm saying? Why Agreed. wouldn't people want to want to help? Whether it's a donation yeah. or whether it's hooking you up with somebody who can substantially help you. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or just sharing my stuff. That's the that's the biggest thing. Like I have people, they'll reach out to like, you know, I love what you're doing. I wish I, you know I could donate. I'm like, look, I don't need your money. Like, just share my stuff. Like, reach it out because there may be that one family that sees it. Like, oh, I could I could really you know, use that, or you know, my son and daughter would love to see him. So, yeah, sharing my stuff is is the best way because who knows who's gonna see it. Yeah, you know, and that's that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping somebody somebody sees it that you know will be able to like help and guide me and tell me which way to go and how to do things. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm trying. Like, I reach out to everybody that I, that I can think of. Um, and like I said, I think the biggest thing is like the platforms. Cause right now I know Instagram's a lot bigger than like Facebook, mm-hmm. depending on who you ask and everything, like more people are on there. So I'm trying, like I said, everything I do goes on all the platforms. It, yeah. it, so hopefully one thing will take off. I get more um, shares and everything from Facebook. So that's why my main focus is with, is with that. And then I'll share everything else. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully somebody will see it and grow. I think, I think, more people have uh, transferred over to Instagram because I think Facebook was the one. But like yeah. I, me personally, I prefer Instagram. I like the mm-hmm. fact that it's more visual, and right. and there, there, there's less bullshit on there because it's more visual than it is words. So yeah, I think it's still bullshit. I mean, it's still it's still social media. <laughs> it's a bunch of Photoshop. <laughs> fucking a- girls turned halfway around. And just- <laughs> That's that's a fact. There's but thirst traps, dude. But I'm talking about like if you're using social media, which we are, Instagram yeah. is the way to go, I think. Yeah. And then you just stay the fuck off Twitter, which we have we <laughs> have it we have a Twitter, but I I don't I don't get it. I don't want to get it. <laughs> we we use Facebook too, but see ours is the opposite. Our following's bigger on our Instagram right. than it is our Facebook and I I can't seem to gain any ground with our podcast on Facebook. Which I, it's it's kind of kind of odd. I think I understand the algorithm on Instagram a little better than I do Facebook, maybe. But yeah, it's it's interesting. So where where can people like reach out to? Where can they find you? What are, what are all your handles? What's how can they donate stuff like that? So the bigger two obviously is the Batman of Spring Hill. That one on Facebook you can find. Uh, the nonprofit is uh, Mass Miracles Inc. on Facebook as well. Uh, if you go to massmiracles.org, that's the website you can donate straight from there. Um, and those are those are my two main handles. That's where I'm at. Awesome. I'll put I'll put all those in the description for the podcast, and we'll we'll blast out your shit for the next week too. I mean, we'll share everything. Um, I appreciate it. And hopefully, get some some more people, some more eyeballs your way because yeah. what you're doing is a good fucking thing. And if you like, I said, if you get some 
some of the right people behind you, I think you can, yeah, you can grow this thing and help a lot of kids out. That's the goal, man. That's the goal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, I, I like what you're doing. So, well, I guess we can wrap it up. Yeah. Um, cool, my, my shit fell apart. Yeah. So yeah, the mic <laughs> we're, we're, like I said, we're, this thing is like our first setup. We're going to probably have a different table. We were just trying to go with the table instead of how we've had it. Cause in our studio we built, it's, uh, not, uh, climate controlled and it's getting fucking hot in there. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's fucking move. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So now we're, we're actually in a house right now that has air, which is nice. But, uh, nice yeah, we just killed some people and took their house over. Yeah, we just took over the house. It's no yeah, big deal. That's our Whatever you got to do, man. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, everybody listening, definitely reach out to Jack and the Batman of Spring Hill and follow his social media and tell everybody about him. So, yeah. All right, man. Well. Thank you so much, guys. Dude, thanks for coming on. This, yeah, seriously. I mean, we, did, we just did an hour and that went by really fast. Yeah, I know. That was really fast. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, so yeah. And if you need anything from us, don't hesitate to reach out. And like I said, we'll share all your shit and, and hopefully get some eyeballs your way. Awesome. All right, dude. Have a good one. Thanks guys. Yep. Yeah. See you, man.